Now, from BetQL, it's time for the Daily Tip with Michael Jenkins. Dang it, he's talented. And let's be honest, I go for ambition, not luck. And Chelsea Messenger. Don't kill the messenger, or the messenger will kill you. Hey, Dad, don't forget about me, the dunkster. Presented by BetMGM. And we're off. It is hour three of the Daily Tip from EQL, presented by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Coming up in our final hour, which games we like today in the NBA, including the Celtics making a quick trip to Brooklyn. At 820, we get P.J. Glasser's thoughts on Sunday's Super Bowl and what college basketball plays he's looking at on this Tuesday. I don't know. Maybe he's on the NBA, but he is a basketball guy. My bet is he has some college for us. Then we roll out our favorite plays of the night at 820. 40. Chelsea, I got to tell you, you're onto something with this whole eating before work. I feel better than I have in a long time. The problem is this. I can never go full on with being healthy because what did I eat this morning? I woke up, I had some coffee and I thought I'm going to follow Chelsea's advice. I'm going to eat something before work instead of just slamming coffee. But what did I eat? I ate a leftover piece of pizza from Super Bowl Sunday. So I feel like even when I win, I sort of lose because is that really the healthiest thing you want to do? Like, mm, what am I going to have for breakfast? Maybe I'll have a granola bar. How about, you know what I'll do? I'll have some, some yogurt. Maybe I'll whip up some egg whites or something and be healthy. No, a loaded piece of pepperoni pizza with banana peppers and a diet Coke. So I'm halfway there. Ooh. It's like, it's like, yeah, I'm going to run this race, but I'm going to smoke the whole time. I'm like that Asian guy who likes to smoke when he runs marathons. I'm right in the middle. But some sustenance is better than nothing, though. And at least pizza has, like, some sort of protein and filling type of thing for your stomach because I don't see how you drink coffee on an empty stomach. Like, this drives my stomach crazy. Like, it's not me just wanting to be healthy. It's me just wanting to feel like a normal human being. Like that acid when it hits you in an empty stomach? I don't know how you do it. You must have a stronger stomach than me. I do have a pretty strong stomach. It's like that guy. Who's that guy? He's very famous. And he's, I, I do have this theory that if you eat a certain way long enough, which isn't all, it depends on your body and who you are, but there are some people whose body sort of adjusts to it. Who's that guy who's had a Big Mac every day? Have you ever seen a story on this guy? He eats Big Mac. Yeah, I don't has, know his name. He, yeah, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, and all he does is eat Big Macs. And he's got like this, I think his body, and he's not a big guy. He's a skinny guy. And I think over time, his body's like, all right, is this what we're doing? Okay, I guess we'll just adjust on the fly. So maybe there's something to that. Probably not. I don't have a whole lot of knowledge in this area. But I think sometimes your body can adjust to sort of whatever you consume. Well, also, certain people can eat whatever they want, and it's just genetics Mm. take over. Like, have you seen what, like, DK Metcalf eats? He eats all this candy, and yet he looks like a Greek god. And you're like, what the hell? Like, what kind of steroids do I need to be on to be that shredded? Like, maybe I don't need to look that shredded, okay, as a a female. Maybe that would be a little weird. But you get what I'm saying. Like, genetics sometimes play a larger role. Oh, speaking of shredded, I wanted to get your take on this. Because I thought, I was like, that's crazy. So when Usher was doing the halftime show, I know I'm all over the place here. 
But when Usher was doing the halftime show and he was sweating like he was at Gitmo getting getting interrogated, and then he took off his shirt and someone's like, oh, he had such a dad bod. I'm like, dude, I would love to what? be in. Yes. And I was like, what are you talking Who about? Who said that? This is, football, this is a football player who said this to me. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, if you're a football player, maybe, and you spend all your time in the gym and you're in your 20s and 30s, I would be more than happy to be that fit at my age or in my 40s. So I didn't get that at all. Not to go off on Usher's body, but I heard someone criticize him. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I thought it was great. That's that's crazy. Like, I saw Usher and I was like, wow, he still got it. Did you know that's that Usher is 45? I feel like yes. his face still looks like 25. He has one of those baby faces that no matter how old he gets, like, he still looks really young. Same goes for like John Legend. Like John Legend looks like a 12 year old boy and he always probably will. No, I thought Usher's body looked great, especially for his age. Like he's not going to be a bodybuilder. And I am so sick of this culture where everything is mid. Have you noticed this trend where I don't know if people have just seen too much Photoshop and too many filtered faces online to where if you see something real and in the flesh, and especially on video where you can't put the filters on it. Mm-hmm. Like people are like, eh, she's mid. Margot Robbie, she's mid. Patrick Mahomes, yeah. he's mid. Like, shut up. Do you know what that means? People just say some things, I think, for attention. But this has yeah. got to stop. I think it's because Photoshop and filters have gone too far. People forget what a real person looks like. For, and also, yes, and I also think we kind of live in a culture now where since everyone's hiding behind a screen, they say things and it's easy to hate, right? It makes yourself feel better because you're hating on someone and you forget that there's a real human being there that you're talking about. And so we kind of live in that culture. And then you add to that, like you're talking about, this idea that everything is perfect because of filters or how things are presented. And that's not just the way things are. The lovely Catherine sent me a a video because I was admittedly having a hard time with some social media feedback a couple weeks ago. And it was kind of getting into my head, which is why I'm not nearly on social media like I used to be. And it was Julia Roberts talking about how she had posted this picture with her niece, I think. And it was a very sweet picture. They were, I think they were playing a game or something and she just posted it. And she said, I looked at the comments And I was stunned. This is a beautiful, talented actress by all accounts, a a very nice person. And she said she was stunned at the number of people that said, oh, she looks awful. She looks terrible. I can't believe she would post this. And then people are arguing back and forth and being nasty to one another. And she said, I was floored that I posted something that I thought was so sweet, which all there was to it was me sitting here with my niece, enjoying some time together and then it turned into something like that. And so I think we see that more often than we should. It was sort of eye-opening. She's like, don't feel bad. This happens to everybody. I think the problem is now that it does happen to everybody. It used to be just yes. celebrities that they would, you know, do these things in the Daily Star or Us News or whatever. And they would, you know, shame yeah. people's bodies and whatever. But now, even if you're not famous... And that's the thing. Most of us aren't used to it. Like when I post a picture of me and my kid online and some random person comments, whoa, she looks like she's aged a lot in the last five years. Well, number one, it's just a picture taken by an iPhone 
And like, <laughs> right. yeah, I have gotten older. Literally, there is not a person on this gringing earth that is not going to get older. So like, Correct. yeah, I am older. Like newsflash, yes. it's happening. So I think that's the part that sucks is that we all get it. Even if we're not famous and not making all of the money and profiting off the publicity. Oh, I know. Maybe that would make me feel better. I'm like, yeah, well, at least I'm getting paid for this. Instead, it's just like, yeah, no, at least Julia Roberts is rich and famous <laughs> and successful. I mean, it's, yeah, you know, it's still got to hurt, though. I get it. I understand. But yes, that would probably take away a little bit of this thing. Chelsea, tell me who you're betting on today. Let's become rich and famous betting on the NBA today. How about that? Oof. Thunder at the magic. Yeah, come on. Come on. Thunder laying two and a half. The Thunder minus 140 on the money line. The magic plus 115. Total set at 224. And I have, these are two of the best covering teams in the National Basketball Association. So tell me what to bet here. I'm leaning Thunder based on the magic lacking the offensive firepower to hang with OKC. Yeah, I think you can go one of two directions in this game. You either go with the Thunder on the road here, or you go with SGA and his points prop. I just looked, his points prop set at 31 and a half. There's a matchup here, props-wise, that is a good one for SGA. If you look at the Orlando Magic, although they were a, are a good defense, they are not particularly good at defending the point guard position. Uh, they are giving up the six most points per game to opposing point guards. So SGA, one of the best point guards in the league, one would think he could take advantage of this matchup. So 31 and a half feels like a pretty high number. Uh, but SGA is somebody who at a point in the season was averaging, you know, over 30 points per game. Mm -hmm. Should I be taking off this? The fact that he's playing on the road. Normally, I don't love taking players on the road when it comes to props. Uh, he is averaging 30.6 on the road this season, but he's also also already played the magic this year and had 37 against him. So James, oh, wow. are you going to talk me off taking uh, SGA's points prop tonight? 31 and a half. No, I will not. Now the magic have a, a very good defense. That's how they are able to keep games close. But ultimately I just think the thunder have too much firepower and I don't think the magic are going to be able to hang with the thunder. So Total set at 224 and a half, a little lower than I might anticipate. But I like the Thunder, and I like that points prop as well. I think you're onto something. Yeah, maybe I'll do like a half unit on each kind of split there because obviously they seem a little correlated. Uh, mm -hmm. But I do think that uh, it, it is uh, Oklahoma City that wins this game because bottom line does not feel like Orlando matches up well against the best offensive teams in the league. And Oklahoma City comes into this game fifth best scoring offense in the yeah. NBA. So I think it'll be a squad play uh, on uh, the Thunder. All right, let's do that. How about we go to Milwaukee, where the Heat are in town. The Bucks are laying eight and a half points. The Bucks are minus 350. The Heat are plus 260. The total at that MGM is 224 and a hook. Jimmy Butler will not play tonight. He is on leave while mourning the death of a family member. Certainly that is impacting the line here. But Milwaukee is on the back end of a back-to-back -back after hammering the Nuggets last night. So what's the play here? Do you believe in desperation spots? It almost feels like a desperation spot or a desperation stretch 
for the Milwaukee Bucks, despite their stellar overall record. They want to get some wins uh, under new head coach Doc Rivers. This feels like a good spot for them, especially since Miami coming to this game are really banged up. You mentioned Jimmy Butler's out, but he's not the only one. This is a team that's been dealing injuries with the past week or so. Terry Rozier has been out. Uh, Josh Richardson is out. Duncan Robinson is questionable. For this one, I know he's been talking a lot of trash over the past week. Uh, But still, it's not a team that's at full strength. Should be noted that Milwaukee will be out without Chris Middleton as well. So clearly some pieces missing on both sides. But I do think Giannis has an easy matchup tonight. Uh, I would go with the Bucs. Yeah, I, I think you have to, right? And the Heat, the Heat are a team I generally, unless I'm betting an under, like I'll bet an under on the Heat because they're a good defensive squad. But Jimmy Butler's one of their best defenders, so that makes me nervous here. And also, you just never know who is going to play for the Heat. So I generally stay away unless I like a total. So I'm with you now. Maybe the Bucks are finally starting to put it together. They might be tired, but I think they grind and cover tonight against Miami. Let's head to Brooklyn. The Celtics in town. Celtics laying eight and a half points. Celtics minus 375 on the money line. Nets are plus 290. Total is 227 and a hook at the king of sportsbooks. You know what? I'm going to go with the Celtics here. Now Matt is a Nets guy. Maddie said, take the Nets here, or I believe the over. I think that's what he said. Or did you say under, Matt? I forget. He's definitely on the Nets. I'm going to be on the Celtics here. He's on the under. The Nets were good early in the season against the spread. Remember when they were just wagons? I mean, they just covered again and again and again and again. But I feel like now that trend has started to change a little bit. The Nets traded away Spencer Dinwiddie, so they're still adjusting their lineup. And I think the one thing that convinces me is when you look at this particular matchup, you know how some teams just – have the number of another team. They just Mm -hmm. match up well with another team. And Boston seems to be that team when playing Brooklyn. The Celtics have covered the number in six of their last seven against the Nets. So I am going to be on the Seas. I think if I had to pick a side, it would be the Celtics. But I honestly don't think there's enough ammo. Like the head-to-head matchups are good, but some of those are counting other years. So it's not necessarily the same Mm -hmm. team. And this recent stretch for Boston... They've covered one game in their last eight. And a lot of these are similar lines, uh, laying eight, laying 12, laying 18, laying eight. Mm-hmm. So I just don't know if this is a team that you can trust to cover a big number, especially with All-Star Weekend looming. Do you think some of these teams that are sitting pretty with their overall records, like not the Bucks, because we know the, the head coaching change and stuff, but the Celtics, right. a team that's squarely in the lead when it comes to the Eastern Conference, Do you think that there is the urgency there to keep the foot on the gas pedal going into All-Star Weekend? Like, I feel like maybe this could be a spot where they're like, hey, you know, we're about to have a break. Let's just win this one and get over it. I think so. It's like, let's let's, let's have one final push here and get a Ah. dub, get some minimum going, and then we go into the All-Star break, and then we get a little – get a little respite here from the grind of the first Mm -hmm. half of the season. So, yeah, I like that quite a bit. Oh, I was arguing the other way. Uh, you know, saying you that they maybe. I was oh. saying maybe they're packing it up and saying, eh. Oh. The Nets. I, 
I thought you were saying, no, let's let's put the like the selfish, let's put the pedal to the metal here and just roll these guys. So we were saying the same thing, but kind of <laughs> different. Yeah, no, nah, I'm saying on the Celtics here, man. All right, coming up next on the show, what did PJ Glasser see on Super Bowl Sunday and which games are on his betting card? It is a daily tip for you out presented by Benjamin. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM with Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. I'm Jake. She is Chelsea. Coming up, we'll check in with PJ Glasser and find out who was on his betting card today. And you can bet you're going to get some college basketball. Chelsea, I'm just looking at the schedule. Now, I'm not mailing it in today, but it could happen soon because now I'm one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, not even ten. Nine days away from vacation. And you're going to see this white guy come back just as white as he's always been. Even though I'm going to be in the sun, we're going to St. Martin. We're going to be there for, I don't know, like more than a week, I think. We decided just to go for it or close to it because that's Catherine's joint. She's been there like three or four times. And so she knows the island. She knows the people there. I got to buy a sun shirt or something. I don't even know what that is to keep myself from burning to death. But apparently that's on the docket today. So at what point do I say, you know what? I'll just wake up and I'll just start talking. I'm not putting any prep on this show. Not yet. It's too early. Maybe I'll do that next week. Like I'll show up on a Monday or a Wednesday. He'll be like, so what do you think about uh, <laughs> what do you think about today's NBA slate? I'm like, what? Oh, there's games in the NBA tonight. Uh, I didn't even know Chelsea. I'm sorry. I was still thinking about the Super Bowl. Maybe I'll do that. Well, Jenks, you were proving my point from last segment. We don't think NBA players do this. The NBA players uh, who are that's mere true. days away from the All-Star weekend, they're thinking about <laughs> their vacations. They're thinking about their time off. I do think they're humans like us because we all do this. Mm-hmm. We get like senioritis or like the version of that. Remember when you're a senior in high school and you're like, oh my God, I have three weeks left of school. I have nothing to do here. I have already gotten into college. What are you going to do to me? Give me a B. Go ahead, I dare you. So I think NBA players, I do think they're probably like us in that regard, at least a little bit. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess I was looking at it from the opposite perspective, which is, you know what? It's weird to say, though, because I have to say that I see both sides of it where, of course, you're like, you know what? I'm ready for a break. I'm just going to mail this in. But then part of me is like, I know myself, and I know if I went into vacation, after having a bad show, like I just sucked it up, couldn't speak, bad picks. I'm trying to be funny, just dead silence. Everyone's like, oh man, this guy's <laughs> off today. Then that would probably eat at me for like two days. So I, I feel like they can't win. Well, I do think the other side is you have something to look forward to. And if you can just muster enough gas in the tank just to get mm-hmm. to the gas station, it's like when you're driving like on e and you're like, oh, I just need a little bit. I just need those fumes to roll into the shell station. 
So I guess you could look at it both ways. Yeah. Well, you know what's time to do? Let's look at it from the perspective of the host of Send It In. Giving out his plays. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Props. Jackson takes it himself. Looking at him. Back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles! Now he's got an entourage! And he's got a touchdown! Parlays for today. Parlay. That's the one. Parlay. Parlay. It's PJ Glasser. You know him as the host of Send It In each Monday through Friday at 1 o'clock on a BetQL network. Also on Twitter at PJ Glasser. Not PJ, good morning. And I see this loaded college basketball card like I expected. However, you were out in Vegas, so... Can you set the scene for us? What did we miss out there? What stood out to you being out there with all the crew? Yeah, it was a great time. Great to see you guys. Um, it was awesome. We we kept ourselves busy. There were some long days. I'd say the highlight was on uh, Monday. We just made, like, you know, during the night show, we decided to make the split decision reaction and go to Bruno Mars at night. So that was pretty fun. Um, Ryan and I, we played roulette with George Kittle's agent. So that was certainly an experience. <laughs> he was also the agent of Cody Bellinger and Ryan being a Cubs fan was like really interested in where Bellinger was going next. So that was cool. I got an Uber and uh, Todd Gurley was next to me and I thanked him for winning my uh, 2018 fantasy championship for me. So that was also a highlight. That was pretty cool. <laughs> wow. So, you know, just just Vegas things, running into people, going to shows, uh, long nights. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. Oh, sounds so much fun. Meanwhile, back here at my home studio, I have a beanbag chair next to me that my husband plays video games at. So almost the same as bumping into Todd <laughs> Gurley, whatever. All right. So let's get on to tonight's college basketball slate and let's start with Iowa State and Cincinnati. If you look at the point spread in this game, immediately you get a little red flag because you would think that the ranked team is favored, but actually it's Cincinnati, one and a half point home favorites, total of 136 and a half in this game. PJ, what's the play? Yeah, so these plays, Chelsea and College Hoops, especially in the Big 12 where you see an unranked team favored against a ranked team, you usually always go with the unranked team. It's very much more profitable that way. Just look at the Texas Tech-Kansas game last night. Texas Tech won by like 20. They were an unranked team going up against number six, Kansas. They were favored in the game. I'm staying away from the spread. Cincinnati's been one of those teams this year that they've been in these spots before where they've been favored as an unranked team against ranked teams, and they haven't been able to finish the job. This was a huge week for the Bearcats. They had Houston middle of the week, weren't able to get that win. Now they got another chance to get a win against a top 10 team in Iowa State. I'm going to go with the under, though. These are two top 20 defensive teams. Iowa State is number three, according to Ken Palm. And I just think this is going to be a physical defensive slugfest. Both teams really don't pay uh, play at too high of a pace. Cincinnati, as you would imagine, their defense is better at home than it is on the road. Iowa State's defense, for the most part, travels outside of Hilton Coliseum. So I'll take the under here, 136 and a half. I think this is going to be one of those games that's played in the low 60s. We're talking with PJ Glasser. He is the host of Send It In Monday through Friday at 1 o'clock on the BetQL Network. You got to check out that. It's always great information and very quick. Just bam, bam, bam. Good stuff. 
PJ, so you're going out to the Mountain West. That's how I know you're a college basketball guy. Colorado State and San Diego State. What are you looking at here? Yeah, Chelsea and I were talking about this uh, before the segment. Two really good Mountain West games tonight. You got this one. You got New Mexico, Nevada as well. I like this one more so, though, if I had to make a play and I'd lay it with the Aztecs at five and a half. These are kind of the big four teams in the Mountain West. Boise State is mixed in there, too. But all of these teams are really good at home. They're really tough to beat at home. San Diego State's that way as well. And uh, they're just their defense is so strong at home. Really, really good. I think Colorado State's going to struggle to score the ball in this game. So maybe look at it like a Colorado State team total under is another good play as well. I think this could be a close game early, first half, maybe even halftime. And then I think San Diego State pulls away. So I'll lay the eight and a half with the uh, Aztecs tonight. I think they went pretty comfortable at home. God, I don't think I can ever bet on Colorado State again after I think it was David Roddy who missed some free throws in the NCAA oh. tournament to like lose a game. Jace, do you remember that? I think we were both on Colorado State. I think it was the Oh, Michigan yeah, that's game. right. Remember that? God, that betters close. never yeah. forget. <laughs> never forget the Mountain West <laughs> and the. The big dance, not usually a great bet. Uh, all right, next up on the slate, Ohio State and Wisconsin. PJ, what's the play here? Wisconsin, nine and a half point home favorites, total of 139 and a half. Where's the angle? Yeah, so Ryan Horvat, the uh, host of BetMGM tonight, myself and him, we have a rule that we don't bet against the Badgers guys at the Kohl Center, and uh, they're at the Kohl Center tonight going up against Ohio State, coming off a loss against Purdue, but Purdue's obviously one of the best teams in the country. Ohio State's one of those teams that I really like to bet because when they go up against teams that are clearly better than them, when they go up against ranked teams, they always struggle in those games. And then when they go up against teams like middle of the pack in the Big Ten, Maryland, Iowa, um, you know, Indiana, like those kinds of teams, they beat them. But it's these kind of games that they struggle. So it's a big number. Wisconsin, if you were, you know, busy watching football this season and you haven't seen Wisconsin play, it's not like your grandfather's Wisconsin. It's not like... Uh, games in the 50s and it's like defensive and Wisconsin can score they can really score yeah. so I think they put up some points in this game against uh, Ohio State I'll lay the nine and a half with the Badgers all right let's move to Louisville Boston College I have no idea I would not have an idea how to play this game and next to it it says gag so <laughs> what is bad about this game and how are you gonna play it yeah, uh, I, I will play it, actually. It, guys, okay. great story. So Louisville was playing Syracuse um, middle of the week. We were out in Vegas, and I go up to one of the uh, windows, and I'm talking to the guy, and I'm like, all right, it was my guy Rodney. I was hot in college basketball, so I kept going to Rodney every day to make my bets. I said, Rodney, I'm taking Louisville tonight, plus eight and a half. And he gives me a look, and he's like, are you sure you want to do that? I said, yes, I think they're going to keep it close against Syracuse tonight. He's like, I don't think I've taken a bet on Louisville all season. And I said, Rodney, give me double. Give me double. That's the stuff I love to hear. So they ended up keeping it close against Syracuse. I've actually watched them in the last couple games. They're playing a lot better, guys. They beat Florida State 101-92, only lost to Syracuse by two. They're coming off a win against Georgia Tech. Louisville's got a lot of momentum right now. This is just too many points. I think they keep it close against BC. I'll take them plus eight and a half. Ooh, I remember the start of the season. Louisville was really bad. So maybe really it's bad. a team that's the market is starting to like, you know, they're starting to catch up to the market. And maybe these numbers 
are a little too much because they are getting eight and a half. It's not like you're picking them to win outright. So, mm -hmm. PJ, I want to go back to this unranked teams at home squaring off with ranked opponents. Is this a trend that you blindly bet? Because at this point, I'm starting to feel like it is. Yeah, I think especially middle of the week, Chelsea, like those spots, like those big 12 spots like we got yesterday where those mm -hmm. teams are playing Saturday, Monday games and it's a short turnaround and they're at home and it's a team like Texas Tech. And that, that's just a great win for their tournament resume. We're obviously here in the middle of February and conference plays towards the second half of the season. And these teams really need those wins. Like those are the spots that I would look for. I think these Saturday games, it's a little bit trickier. You know, when these te teams have more time to rest and it's the weekend and, you know, they get to sleep in a little bit on Friday and these kind of things. But if you keep seeing those Big 12 games like last night where it's a quick turnaround Saturday to Monday, those home unranked teams are favored. Like, I, I think those are great spots. You know, if you get that in like a Tuesday ACC game or SEC game or wherever it may be. So to answer your question, um, I, I certainly do think it's a trend more often than not. I am always on the unranked team at home just because, I mean, you guys know how it is, how public betters are for the most part. They see a ranked team getting points and especially a game last night like Kansas. And they're like, oh, absolutely. I'll take Kansas in a game like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, those those Big 12 Monday night, if you get games like that, ACC Monday night, same kind of thing, I, I would say for sure. But in general, absolutely. Uh, yeah, the trend is is very profitable over the last couple of years. BJ, we got a couple minutes left here. So how about some golf? The Genesis Invitational taking place this week at the Rib. Give us some bets that we should look at. Yeah, guys. Oh, man, I love this tournament. Riviera is probably my favorite course. That's uh, not a major that they play at. Tiger's back this week, so that's going to get the casual mm -hmm. sports fan excited, getting to watch him play. Victor Hovland's the guy I would target this week, 14-1. to 1. Every time you play Riviera, players talk about it's just a great test of golf. Like nothing fools you. Everything's out in front of you, and it challenges your whole game. I think Hovland's going to win a major this year, and I think that this course sets up well for him. So at 14-1, to 1, I like Victor Hovland. I'm going to keep riding with Wyndham Clark, who's been red hot, won a couple weeks ago at Pebble Beach, was in contention in the final round at the Waste Management Open this past week. This course should fit up well for him, too. A guy that drives the golf ball a mile and is a really good scrambler. I like him at 40 to 1 as well. And then Adam Scott, if you follow golf, if you follow golf betting, you know there are certain players on certain courses that are just auto plays every single year. And that's Adam Scott. He is a wizard at Riviera. The guy just knows how to get around. He's always good for a top 20, top 10 finish. So those three guys, Hovland, Clark, Wyndham Scott, those are the three I would look at this week at the Genesis Invitational. Love it. He is PJ Glasser. Check him out as host of Send It In Monday through Friday at 1 o'clock on the BetQL Network. PJ, we always appreciate the time. And glad you had a good time in Vegas. That sounds awesome. I'm jealous. Yeah, thanks, guys. Great seeing you. Good luck this week. Oh, man. That would have been awesome. So, and I was here. You know what I did? I went out and uh, watched a couple get kicked out of a club here in D.C., being inappropriate hmm. well it's kind of vegas like not really it's like the low level but i got something something to hang my hat on i didn't get it sit <sighs> to next to or get to sit to todd Gurley in a cab that sounds awesome 
I'm we with, need a I, casino I night for the crew. Yeah, we need a casino night, even if it's not Vegas. Let's go somewhere. Let's go somewhere. We'll figure it out. Coming up next in the show. Maybe you celebrate Taco Tuesday. Maybe you don't, but it's always nice to have some spending money in your pocket regardless. Best bets next on the Daily Tip from BetQL. It is presented by BetMGM. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Let's get back to the Daily Tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the show. Mm-hmm. The Daily Tip for BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Double D, are you here? What's your inspo for the new music? Are you going for a certain vibe? Did you do some research here? I don't think Double D's going to be on camera. It's not now today. Like the new music, though. Sounds good. Oh, wait. Oh, there on, he talk. is. I know. Uh, uh, yeah. So honestly, it was just. I got to give you some credit. Honestly, it's just. I was I was in my I was in my 90s alternative rock kind of mindset. And uh I, I grabbed some stuff that I thought sounded really cool and would be great rejoin music. Oh, I like it. That's good. Freshen it up a little bit. Always like to understand like what you were thinking because I feel like you definitely had kind of a '90s inspiration here. That's what it felt like to me, right? Yeah, that yeah. happens when you listen to you know you grew up in that era. Listen, if I can ever find anything that is representative of Limp Biscuit, it will be on this show faster than you can blink an eye. Ooh, well, we have Chris Mack on the show. Didn't he used to dress like Limp Biscuit? Isn't he coming on our show later? He is. I'll have to ask him. Yeah. Fulfill the dreams of Double D. Can you please dress like Limp Biscuit the next time you come on our show? They are actually coming to Chicago, and I will be going to that concert in a heartbeat. Oh, you would. I hear you. I love it how everyone has like there's certain bands that if they play, like you're going to see them no matter what. Like Bell Bub DeVoe's coming to DC or Vienna and what September? I'll be there. Boys to Men is going to be there as well. I will absolutely be there. I just got to find the right tickets. Chelsea, what's a band, a performer, whoever it is? And if they're coming close to Nashville, you're like, I'm in. We're going. We're getting a babysitter. Jake and I are going to see this concert. Well, I haven't been to a ton of concerts, so like it has to be somebody I really like. I think yeah. uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's the only oh. concert I think I've been to in like the last 10 years. So that was it. Because some of these concert prices are out of hand these days. So unless you get tickets from somebody, like Jake likes Morgan Wallen, and Morgan Wallen's coming, I think, in May. Tickets for the okay. nosebleeds are like $450 each. Good God. God, that's, uh, you got to really Not love somebody. That. Yeah, I get that. I've spent that. Have I ever spent that? I don't think I have. I've come close. I've come close to see some of my favorite acts in their prime. But even that is a stretch. You got to really, really want to see someone. For the nosebleeds? Oh, for not for nosebleeds. I'm just saying in general. Not for nosebleeds. No, 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 no. For If they're I, good I tickets. Like, yeah, 
I see that. And you can see the person in the flesh. Like, that's cool. For sure. But I'm not paying $450 to sit in the nosebleeds and watch on a monitor. Yeah, that sucks. I wouldn't do that either. Take the take the 900 and after taxes is probably a thousand. Take that thousand dollars and go home, buy yourself something nice and listen to it on Alexa or something. But yeah, I'm like you. That would that would price me out as well. Coming up next on BetQL Daily, Reed Wallach, host of the Early Read and provider of content for Betside. It will be along. If you missed our conversation with BetQL's PJ Glasser, he likes a ton of plays on the college hardwood tonight, even going out to the Mountain West. It's easy to get caught up. Just download and subscribe to The Daily Tip wherever you get your podcast. All right, it's a money-making time. Time to place your bets. I don't know why I said that like Mario and Luigi are at the book. That's the money making a time. What do you got, Chelsea? All right. Best bet of the day for me is going to be in the NBA. I'm going to take the Thunder laying two and a half on the road at the Magic. This is the spot where uh, the Thunder have been pretty solid. As favorites this year, they're 27 and 10. It's a short number, and I just feel like offensively, Orlando's not going to have the firepower to keep up with Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City comes into this one with a top five offense. Orlando hovering in the bottom five. Plus, there's a matchup here that I think goes in favor of Oklahoma City. If you look at Orlando, they're giving up uh, the six most points to opposing point guards. Guess who has a really good point guard? That would be Oklahoma City and SGA. Shea Gilgus-Alexander is averaging 37 points against this Orlando Magic defense, who is normally pretty good just not against point cards. So I'll take Oklahoma City in this one, laying the two and a half. I'm going back to the ice tonight, getting a little juicy. Have to look for this price. Islanders money line hosting the Kraken. Look, if you can find a better number again, go for it. But man, Seattle has to be absolutely worn out here. Third game in four nights, back end of a back-to-back, and they've got Philip Grubauer in that. Yikes. His goals against average, 3.25, save percentage of .884. He has lost six straight games when taking the ice, and the Kraken don't score anyway. 27th in the NHL in goals per game. Isles, money line. Let's lay it, minus 155. Ooh, the Isles. It made me think of, like, the Isles at Target. And I was like, that's not the right Isles, oh, is it? God. This is why you don't No, it's hockey. not. That's correct. Been <laughs> walking down the aisles. All right, eight ball, it's your turn. Get in here. Let us gaze upon the glorious magic eight ball. Shall it fade or tail these noble betters? <laughs> Jenkins, it reminded me of when I was a little girl. I used to stand in the coat racks in the aisles in the department store so my mom couldn't see me. I would always hide from her. God, I was mean. <laughs> Like, where are you? And I'm like, <laughs> she can't find me. Anyways, I'm enough of memory honest. lane. And on to the Magic 8-Ball. 8-Ball, do you like our pick today? I'm going to be on Oklahoma City against the Magic Land, the two and a half. 8-Ball, do we like it? 8-Ball says, it is decidedly so. Ooh, we like that. How about the Isles with an I over the Kraken tonight on the money line? 8-Ball says, yes. One word answer. And it's a yes. We like it. Let's take it. The Whether you're shopping the aisles at Target or on the aisles on the ice, we'll take it either way. If you want to check out the 8-Ball, if you want to check out every show on the BetQL Network, it's easy. 
Even a caveman could do it. Twitch.tv slash BetQL. Chelsea, I like that you got a big card today. What else are you going with? Well, I did delete one off the card. I got a little nervous. Um, right. Other bet for the night is going to be in college hoops. I'm going to be on Nevada on the money line, minus 145. I'm not fooling with points. I have been bitten bad by you know some of these hooks so we'll go with the wolf pack at home this is a team that comes into this game scorching hot they have back-to-back wins over ranked opponents an overtime win over san diego state on the road and a big win over utah state so maybe you say the momentum comes to an end and you say maybe this is a look ahead spot for nevada not so fast my friend this is also a revenge spot nevada got absolutely smoked by New Mexico on the road, 89 to 55 in an embarrassing loss. I think Nevada writes the ship here. I think there is a reason why Nevada is favored at home. They've been very good at home this year. 12 and one straight up. So let's go Wolfpack. Let's go Nevada on the money line. Remember when, uh, good luck, Chelsea. Sorry, I just had this thought go through my mind. <laughs> Remember when Geico used to have the caveman, they're bringing him back for some of these commercials, and then they decided it would be a great idea to do a sitcom with the caveman do you remember this and that lasted like four episodes and people were like dude this belongs in a commercial it's not a sitcom it was so bad like do you want to see a new sitcom called flow and it's flow from progressive and you just follow the daily roller coaster that flow goes on every day no it would last another three or four episodes that was such a terrible idea Let's figure out what the Donkster has in store for us. It is your BetQL five-star best bet for insight, trends, analysis. Guys, you know the drill. For everything you need to become a more educated better, you can download the BetQL app. Now, the Donkster finally fell off a little bit. He's still in the closet. He'll be back at some point. 0-2 last night. We'll see if he can get back on the right side tonight. And he says, heat at Bucks over 224 and a hook. And Ducks at Canadiens under six and a half. I looked at that bet. Wasn't sure about it, but I think I like the play there. Let's find out what's coming up next on BetQL Daily. And for that, we bring in our Fred Durst expert. Of course, I'm talking about Chris Mack. So, Chris, that's the last time I tell you guys anything. <laughs> Let me what? ask you: Is there, is there, is there a concert? Is there? I asked, I asked this to Chelsea. Who who would be your? I don't care who it is. I, I don't care if they're old. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's someone that went solo. If you if you had to go to a concert of someone you really loved and you're like, money is no object, I'm going, right. I'm committed, who's that going to be? Uh, I, I would have said Metallica until I went a couple oh. of years ago at PNC Park. Fantastic show. Uh, nice. I, would have to say, I would have to say Pearl Jam at Wrigley, which I realize is like oh. an every summer occurrence now, but that would be, that would be bucket list stuff. Oh, yeah. Apparently, is it Eddie Vedder? Who's the front man? For, Eddie, yeah, uh, Eddie's a huge Cubs fan. Yeah, Jake met him when Jake was playing for the Cubs. He was telling me, he was like, yeah, this guy was in the locker room today. I think he's like with Pearl something. I was like, <laughs> Pearl Jam? Yeah, they're kind of a big deal. So, you kind know, just of, random musings yeah. in the Cubs locker room. Uh, okay, so the hot button issue of the day was, mm. does Usher have a dad bod? I was repulsed by this. The fact that what? anybody would say this about Usher I know, right? I thought it no. looked damn good for 45. And I mean, didn't take, think it was a dad butt at all. Take a still shot of Usher on stage Sunday night and put it next to that still shot of Patrick Mahomes in the, the locker room post AFC championship game and tell me who has a dad bod. I mean, come right. on. Right. 
I like, agree. What are we doing here? No, yeah. that's the, I, the man. The man just roller skated entire in front of the entire world while singing, kind of singing and dancing. He's, he's talk no, about Usher a gamble. Gets, yeah, Usher gets no hate. No, no, all no, in on Usher. I, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. If I had to perform, I'd go out with my gross bod, and then I'd roll out on my roller skates and fall and break my hip. Right. In front of everyone and God. Yeah. Like, at what point do you say, give this person some credit for the love of God? How do you roller skate? Yes. Also, Uh, props for choosing that performance in front of, what, a half a billion people or whatever across the globe to include a song about knocking up your baby mama. I mean, that is is a flex right there. If you can pull that off in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Lean way in. (laughs) And also, I think he and Alicia Keys used to date back in the day, which made that whole interaction kind of interesting. If you go back and watch it, it was like, oh, he's trying to get in there. And she's like, "Ah, it was a long time ago there, Ush. Thanks, Chris. Done that, Ush. See you, boys. Have a great day. (laughs) You too. That's it for us on The Daily Tip, presented by Pat MGM on the BetQL Network. She's Chelsea. I'm Jinx. Go out. Have a great Tuesday. Good luck in your bets. We will see you live across the country tomorrow at 6 a.m. You've been listening to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.